Let me ask you guys a quick one. It's the biker show. Have we gotten to the point where you're kind of used to it yet? Where you look at me and it's not like, dude, what are you doing? Has I'm, it gotten normal? Have have we normalized my ridiculousness is what we're honestly, asking. Honestly, a lot of the time you're in shadow for me, so it looks pretty similar. This is the biker show. I want you to know that. Bikers that are riding around, they listen to this show right here. If somebody said It you, is well known. I, I Forgive me, I could get this There's way wrong. There's not a wrong. bar I don't walk into where people stop and say, that's Sliwa. I could get this so wrong, so forgive me to those of you that are, are motorcycle people. How much does a show. new Harley cost? Is it like 25, like, 30 no, grand? No, it's like probably 35 MSRP. Uh, I have no idea. I, neither do I. I'm guessing it's probably 20-something, 30-something. They're expensive, I know. But if you said to me, here's a brand new Harley worth 30 grand, let's say. Mm-hmm. But I need you to just get on. Nobody can tell you anything. I need you to get on it, start mm-hmm. it, and drive it around the block, yep. and it's yours. Not a chance in the world. There would be virtually. I'll have broke no my leg <laughs> because the bike would have fallen <laughs> on my leg. I'd have broken my I leg. I don't even know how to start unless there's a big red button that says start. Here's I have, what I'm gonna do I have for you. no chance. I just went to lahd.com, laharleydavidson.com. Yeah. I'm gonna put in your information for them to reach out to you to get a quote. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think I, I'll, I'll take. Do you take a lesson to learn how to do? How do you do this? I need I need somebody in my life to show me how to. Here's a nineteen. You have to have a license, Harley. don't you, to drive a motorcycle? Nah, specifically? we don't. Bikers don't do that. Yeah, we, we don't, don't fo- follow the rules. Emily, we're not rule followers. When you grow this mustache, you've created a uh, an agreement with the rest of society that your rules no longer apply. That I get to do whatever I want, and my 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 it's what we do is my mustache. We go to Ralph's. We don't put in our club card. It's <laughs> what right. we do. How great was it last <laughs> night seeing Cody Bellinger get? that hit i mean just n- n- never mind that it won the game which was awesome if you know it could have been anybody on the roster it would have been awesome to win the game but that cody bellinger who hit a buck was it buck 63 for the entire season who basically had no pop to speak of it what as bad as 163 was his 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 slugging percentage was mm. incredibly low his on base percentage was the time was he had the low. worst batting average in baseball with anybody with over it, 300 at bats it, it, it was a terrible season and for him to have that hit and to see him immediately point into the dugout to see the look on his face it i i have other than being a fan i have no ownership in this i felt good for him that that hit happened Today's stat hero of the day is Cody Bellinger. Bellinger was 4 of 15, batting average was 267, three RBIs, four hits, a stolen base in the NLDS. By the way, don't also forget what he did in that wild card game against the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. You're right, Trav. I mean, just simplify this. If it was Trey Turner that got that hit, cool. Trey Turner's had a good season. Yep. Guy's going to win a batting title. If it was Justin Turner that got that hit, yep, that's Justin Turner. That's what he does. He's had moments like that. Bellinger having the season that he's had, and it was him. I think every Dodger fan, they felt they felt something for Bellinger. Bellinger getting the hit and immediately pointing into the dugout, like there was a feeling there for Cody Bellinger. And, and I, I'm not even going to describe how he felt, yeah, but how people felt for him. I think that was, it was you know, obviously is a, is a great thing for him personally. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear Hotline. Here's Gavin Lux talking about Cody getting that hit. They're just kind of trying to grind it out, um, pass the baton to the next guy, Belly. And I sent him a gift last night uh, of me and uh, of Kobe and Shaq throwing him an alley oop. And I was like, "That's me and you tomorrow night." So we got to we got to do something. So uh, that's my boy. So it's huge seeing him come through right there. 
Uh, by the way, love the uh, that's the gif he goes. And let yeah. me let me throw you a quick little lob here. Go to work, big d- man. D- does that mean that they secretly hate each other? <laughs> I mean, it just when you think of Shaq and Kobe, what's the first thing that comes to mind? They were awesome together, mm-hmm. and they didn't really get along all that well. He's just trying to throw him the lob against the Portland Trailblazers. That's all <laughs> he's trying to do. All right, Stat Hero, the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sleeva Show. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sportsbook that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for 300% back on your first play. Stathero.com slash 710ESPN. So as unlikely as the hit from Bellinger yeah. felt because of the season that we'd seen, mm-hmm. there's something even more unlikely, I think, that took place last night. It's been taking place for a month or so. Mm-hmm. Let's go back about a year or so ago. Kenley Jansen was, for all intents and purposes, benched, scrubbed. Like, no, nah, we're done with this. You, no, we're not. We're not messing around with this anymore. He's been in, against the Padres, against the Braves, and against the Rays. It's like, no, no You're more. Past your prime, the best it's is over. behind you. It's over. We love mm-hmm. you. Yep. We, we want you to be a part of this, but mm-hmm. we're done. We're Julio. You're up. Go, go, close this thing out. Let's go in the World Series. Can't depend on you. And in they these did high leverage moments. Yep. Go into spring training, and it was, hey, this is Kenley's job. But this is performance based. They were they were doing everything other than saying once he has a bad week, we're going to move on from this. Yeah, that's basically maybe it's not a week, but maybe it's a bad month. The least stressful innings for me as a Dodger fan over the last couple of games for sure, over the last week for sure, maybe over the last two months have been the innings that Kenley Jansen has pitched. Mm. He has been so fantastic. He has gone out there and not just done the job, which he has, and that's all that matters. But up until this point, it's low stress, lots of strikes. The hits that do come are not particularly loud, noisy hits. He's not walking a ton of guys. His velocity seems pretty good. His command seems pretty good. That he has rediscovered his groove is just so great to see. Look, it's relief pitching and it's witchcraft and who knows when it comes or when it goes. Yeah. But right now, Kenley Jansen is for me that when he came in last night in the eighth inning, I'm like, cool, let's go. Kenley's going to do his thing. He's um, he's dominating hitters. I don't know how else to put it. You said a couple things. Um, and this is kind of interesting how storylines have changed throughout the season for the Dodgers. And oh, by the way, you know, there's a series starting tomorrow against the Atlanta Braves. Like, how crazy is this? Like, it, it almost feels like here you went through this gauntlet to get here, and here, here's a day off. By the way, tomorrow, 4 5 or whatever time it is, yeah. here's first pitch, and we don't know who's going to go yet for the Dodgers, and I think that that's going to be interesting to kind of – got to give some guys a little bit of rest here. I would be really surprised if it's not Tony Gonsolin. Not knock me over with a feather, but I, it, it really well, what would the, they do if it's not Gonsolin? Maybe David Bueller? Price. Uh, no, I don't think it's Bueller. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, 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 I'm it's assuming not you're Bueller, saving Bueller. It's not Urias – and it's maybe it could be Scherzer, maybe highly unlikely. Because but how Scherzer? Because yesterday, so here here's the routine. I'm not going to get too far two, into the but weeds. Two, okay, give, it, give it to me. Yep. He, he pitched the game that he lost one to nothing. Mm-hmm. That's his day to pitch. Usually halfway through, before it's your turn to pitch again, you do a pretty aggressive bullpen where you'll throw 20 or 25 pitches at something very close to full speed. Mm-hmm. Really short. Get a sweat working on. Get the blood pumping again, and you. Should, that's basically what, what he did last yesterday. Night was, mm-hmm. Right. And it's a little different because you're not, it, it was more, it's not just the pitches you throw in the game, it's the pitches you throw in the bullpen. But it's not inconceivable that he could go. But I, I would imagine if you're Dave Roberts, and for all the reasons we've said, Al, 
you actually have the chance to take a deep breath and say, let's give this, let's see yeah. what happens with Tony. And Tony Gonsolin is, he's, look, he's not Max Scherzer. He's a pretty good pitcher. Okay. And on top of that, that might be one of those games where you say, let these freaking bats wake up. You know, you're talking to a guy like Justin Turner, to Trey Turner, some of these guys that struggled in this last round against the San Francisco Giants. Maybe this is their day to say, we got no pressure. There's no pressure on the Dodgers in game one of who's got to win game one? Who has to win game one? Honestly, I let's know, say I know Tony what you're Gonsolin, going for. Let's say yeah. Gonsolin pitches. Who has to win game one? The Braves. Of course the Braves do. Yeah. Because you know what you have coming after Gonsolin? They're going to go back to Walker the Bueller, yeah. and then you're going to have a day off. They're going to come back to Los Angeles. You're going to have Scherzer ready. You're going to have Julio ready. As in you're going to start getting back to – if you lose game one, it's – I don't think this is going to be a long series. I know you've said you think this is going to be I think a tough series. I, think it's six I don't or think seven it will. Games. Five I, games. Yeah, I, I think it's six or seven games. I think the Dodgers win. I think that they, I mean Vegas says that they're pretty heavy favorites. Emily, what was it? Were they uh, minus one seventy? Yes, one no one ninety, and then the Braves are plus one seventy. Okay, so yeah, I mean that's that's basically almost two to one. That's that's a pretty pretty good favorite at this point, considering that there's only four teams left, meaning the other team's pretty good. How do they play already tomorrow? This is the way that it goes. I, I, I know it, that's how it goes, it, but doesn't it, done it, doesn't it feel like, wow, wait, they didn't even finish a game. Here's the other part, though. This is what <laughs> baseball players do. They play every day for six months, more or less. This is not. I'm not talking and, about them. I'm talking yeah. about for us. <laughs> you know, emotionally, not it's going to take a them. minute to recover. Uh, oh, I got to go here, right? This guy's been with us the entire time. Slee, it's Manuel in go. Gardena. Manuel, how are you feeling this morning? Oh, man. Travis Rogers. Let me just cover the news on the street. LeBron is looking for you in the reboot of uh, the Big Lebowski. You're going to be <laughs> yep. the Sam yep. Elliott character, all I'll right? Take it. Thank you. Yes, sir. Hey, man, you know, they've been playing since 1890, all right? Like you said, I'm old enough to remember the Joe Morgan. Um, some guys are old enough to remember Ralph Branca and Bobby Thompson. But this was poetic justice, man. I mean, just for the Dodgers to be able to pull it out. And, no, it wasn't a strike. It was far from a strike. But, again, hey, man, that's how sports work. You know, it was a strike a few months ago when Ruff did it. We didn't get that call. Last night, we got a makeup call. We'll take it. Thank you very much. But I do got to tip my cap to San Francisco fans and the Giants organization because that was – that easily the best playoff series I've seen, and I've seen hundreds of them. Hmm. That was what baseball is supposed to be. And I hope that we get our national pastime together again. I mean, I know it's not going to happen, but I love baseball. More, more importantly, I love the Dodgers, and we're going back-to-back. Travis, Slee Stack, have an excellent weekend because the Dodgers will. They're going to come back 2-0. Man, well, appreciate the call, buddy. Can I say something? I think, and I was trying to squeeze this out of you, and I don't think I could do it. And Manuel, I think, placed it perfectly. You could be a Dodgers fan, and you could say that was an unbelievable series. Yeah, now. And you could tip your cap to the San Francisco Giants, and uh -huh. you could say that that was two squad. Trav, listen, I, I, I told you joking around, I, I tweeted this out yesterday, it's one of the best series I've ever seen. It's great. And it's because it was... Every pitch was so stressful for someone like you, for Dodger fans. Everything mattered. There was no – we're talking about who's going to – Corey Knable coming in the first inning as if it was, you know, the the, the biggest thing you're going to see in, in sports. Mm -hmm. 
everything mattered. <laughs> in a sense, yeah. it was. Everything mattered. But I, I like taking a quick second and saying, yep, that's it, that's my opponent. Yes. But that's as good as it gets in a five-game set that you're going to get. That's as good of a run you're going to get in the regular season. Now. Now. Now, now that it's over – and now that the Dodgers get to go to Atlanta and we're not watching the Braves stroll into San Francisco, sure, it was a great series. I loved it. Good job, Giants, now, because you, I, I hear what you're saying. Intellectually, I understand. But let me just say this. The Celtics and the Lakers play a seven-game barn burner, and I don't know. Pick, we're not talking about me right I don't even now. know this. It was Jason Tatum, okay? Mm -hmm. Jason Tatum, at the last minute, with .4 seconds left, unloads a half-court shot that hits the nothing but the net, and the Lakers lose by one. Is that a great series for you? Do you, do you enjoy that? We are currently <laughs> focused on baseball yeah, right I, now. I understand, but this is this is what I was dealing with for the last five games. First of all, anybody who hits a half-court shot, buzzer beat. Uh, Jerry West it, did it. The San Antonio Spurs were not yeah. telling Derek Fisher at Great his series. point four. <laughs> Great series. What a fight. Good job. Way to go. Yeah, I'm just happy to be out here. Get out of here. Is that UCLA guy? A little what bit. He got a little raspy. No, it was like a, it was like a hybrid. It was UCLA he was mad. with a beard. He, 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 with a mustache. He was a little mad. The UCLA guy. Yeah, good series, bro. Way to go. I had nine people reach out to me from Harley with seven different quotes already. <laughs> good. There you go. Yeah. How much? What do we got? There was a used one for nine grand, 1994. See, they're expensive. That's a lot of money. Ten grand? Actually, it doesn't sound that... For 1994, 30 years old. Harley Davidson. It's 30 years old. Yeah, Did you but, buy a car that's 30 years old for 10 grand? That seems aggressive. Just got a Pontiac. <laughs> Cutlass Supreme. It's got 295,000 miles. I actually it's have to missing, wear a helmet inside because of the safety features. Missing a, missing a fender. No seatbelts. Bench seat in the front. You'll be, you'll be good to go. All right, more of your phone calls coming up in just a little bit. And we'll talk a little bit about that Brave series. We'll kind of put the Giants yeah, behind yeah. us. We'll move forward to that Atlanta series. You'll hear from Dave Roberts. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I think you're going to like this text. It was sent to me directly, but about you. It's my song right here. You're an Eddie Murphy musician fan? No, it's just, I respect great work. <laughs> I think that the video, correct me if I'm wrong here, isn't this the one where Rick James is like dancing in the background yeah. in the video? Yeah, yeah. actually Rick yeah. James co-wrote the song. Yeah. Ever Have you ever sat back and just listened to the lyrics? They're not super complicated. Touches she, you. She likes to party all the time. There's certain music that so it, just touches you. In the soul. My soul was touched. His girl likes to party all the time. All the time. She likes to be out all night, too. <laughs> yes, indeed. Here's the text. This Very is, creative. This is from my mother. Okay. Okay. For real. This is sincere. Okay. My mom texts me and it says, you're stepping all over Alan's funny lines. He doesn't use his Ralph's Clubs card. That's funny. Fudges, why did he? Why did he go right past that one? That was a good one. Real good one. 
That was the biker conversation, and this is what we do. Us criminals, we don't. Right. <laughs> My mom wanted to make sure that you got the respect for your joke that I stepped on. I apologize. Thank you very much, Mrs. Rogers. <laughs> greatly, greatly appreciated. Kevin, that's my mom. You can call her Kevin. I'm sure she would insist that she be called Kevin. Okay. So there you go. Done. And yes, my mother's name is Kevin. Don't make those. Don't don't look at me like that. That's <laughs> the way that it goes. Uh, all right. Uh, Russell Westbrook had a great line last night. Slee. The, the Lakers finished up zero uh, and six. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> six. Post game shows. This is great. I want to play, a W. I want to play that for you guys coming up here in about fifteen minutes or so. Mm-hmm. About twelve thirty, we'll get to Russ's and, uh, and it, comments. It's, it's not just his comments. Game's coming up on Tuesday. I think there's been this complete. Okay, turn the page. Just preseason. All right, regular season starts on Tuesday, so we could do that then. And the National League Championship Series starts tomorrow, so you got game to three celebrate. will be Tuesday, right? Game three uh, will be here at Dodger two. Stadium. Yeah, game three will be yeah, Tuesday while the Lakers at are at Dodger Stadium. Dave Roberts says, "Let's go." We put everything we could into this series. Um, we talk about it. I've talked about it for six years. Um, our, our expectation every year is to play through October. So you're going to have highs, lows, uh, some tough games where you got to kind of pick things up to win a ball game. And so, yeah, I have no doubt our guys are going to come ready to beat the Braves um, in game one. The amount of pressure in the statement that he just said it, it, you can just feel it can't you and and it, it almost like brought me right back to the beginning of this whole thing he said it every year when we get started our goal is to play deep in october the dodgers had an incredibly exciting win last night against a very very good team in an incredibly hard-fought narrow series and they're on the road they're mm-hmm. not even halfway through what they need to do yeah but that's I, a ton of weight can i tell you something? if you look at all the teams left all the teams remaining um, there's no question that Dodgers have the most talent. Put all that to the side. Oh, speaking of, Lance McCullers, we just found out, just left off that. the ALCS roster. He had a soreness in game yeah. four and left off the series against the Red Sox. Yeah, that's he's their best pitcher. He's their ace. Yeah. One of the things that I think will help you in winning a World Series or a championship or anything, are you battle-tested? Do you have experience? Have, have your guys been there before? So, Travis, the dust settles today as you see this. Dodgers have already been in three elimination games. They already played the Cardinals in a win or take all at Dodger Stadium in a game that was 1-1 in the ninth, I think it was, right? 1-1 the ninth. Then you go and you face the San Francisco Giants. Okay, you know what? You handle the one at Dodger Stadium when you're down two games to one. But how about yesterday? You're up in the Bay Area. This is it for them. I mean, everywhere you look, and there was a good Dodger contingency, you're on their home turf. And you went out in this, this is the big, you know, you've kind of run into this a couple times. Yesterday was the biggest game that the Dodgers have faced this season. Yes. They've had a couple of those. So every time the stakes are just getting a little bit higher. in a week. (laughs) Tell me what the Astros have faced up to this point. The Braves, you mean? No, no, no. The Astros? The Astros to this point. No, nothing like this. Okay. Yeah. What have the uh, Boston Red Sox... They've a little bit more. A little bit more. Yeah. I agree. Going through Tampa, but they did it in four games. Also had a wild card game against the Yankees. Oh, yeah, that's right. They had the, they had the wild card game, too. Okay, actually, yeah. more definitely more than the Astros. Atlanta took out the Milwaukee Brewers. They obviously did it in four games. I think it was a little bit surprised. I think most people would have thought, okay, Milwaukee's going to win this series. So not only do the Dodgers have all the talent you could possibly want, not only do they have... Cy Young Award winner after Cy Young Award winner. But they also have these other intangibles of 
You're playing in high leverage games. The experience is there. You have guys that won World Series championships. There's a lot freaking lined up coming into the series that plays to the advantage of the Dodgers. No question about it. And, and all these other teams that are left. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. If your pet passenger is injured in a car accident, get help paying for vet expenses. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Get a quote from Progressive.com. I agree with what you said. Let me throw this at you, though. Atlanta's pretty damn battle-tested. Keep in mind, they blew a 3-1 lead last year to the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. They're, they're going to come in here with some scars that they did not have before. Why do you think they blew a 3-1 lead? They're not as good. That's no, that's, I, that's the key. That's I get the it. foundation. They there. also weren't as good as Milwaukee, and they're here, and Milwaukee's going fishing. And Milwaukee's not the Dodgers, but you're I, 100% right on so that. My, my point is mm -hmm. is that while they're keep, I'm going to get some of the details a little wrong here because I'm going by memory. Mm -hmm. That series kind of turned on a colossal base running error from the Braves. Mm -hmm. Remember that guy got hung up in the rundown between home and third, and I think it was Will Smith kind of dove and tagged him, just barely caught him on the foot, and they ran themselves out of an inning. They were they were getting ready to put on up brink. a four- mm -hmm. or five-run inning. Instead, it was a one-run inning because they ran themselves off the field. I don't think that's going to happen again. I don't think that with Ian Anderson, who pitched against him last year, was just okay. He's really good. Max Fried, who was okay against the Dodgers last year, but he's really good. Freddie Freeman is terrifying. He's Buster Posey, left-handed Buster Posey. He's a really scary veteran player who's there. Um, I think the Dodgers are better. There's no question in my mind. I think the Dodgers are the favorites for all the obvious reasons. Atlanta is not going to have big eyes like they had last year. The big guys is one thing. I understand that. And I, listen, I'm not saying you go out there and just disrespect your opponent. I love Dave Roberts saying, we'll be ready. No, we're, mm -hmm. we're ready to go beat the Braves in game one. You, you've kind of said this a couple different times. If you were the, if you were an, let's use Atlanta actually as a perfect example. If Atlanta loses to the Dodgers, mm -hmm. it's a good season. It's a good year. Is it? I, I think so. It, you, you had 18 less wins than the Dodgers. And there was definitely not an expect expectation that you would beat the Dodgers. I'm not saying that they can't. I'm not saying that yeah. it's a lock for the Dodgers to happen. All I'm saying is the remaining teams left, you cannot ask for anything more, not just from a roster perspective, but just the battle, the grind, the regular season going toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Giants. They've kind of done everything already walking into the series, and then Astros obviously use, losing their ace. We'll see if it's if they get to the World Series, if they lose him as well. I, I think you're leaving out up here. one part. I, I agree with what you said. Everything you said is true and accurate, but I don't know if anybody's feeling we had a good season if you lose in the NLCS two years in a row. If you get, it's like we're talking about the Giants. You get that expectations. You get that far down the road. You mm -hmm. get that close to it again. But look who you're losing to. I get it. There's no shame in losing to them. It's it would not be like the oh Suns my God, losing to it. the Lakers I, in the Western I, Conference Finals. I get it. It's mm -hmm. not that we blew it, but damn, we got this. It's hard to get this close. You're right. It's really hard you're to right. get this close, and to get within one series of being able to call yourself a champ. That's really hard to, to to reconcile with. Eh, they're better than us. If, that's if tough. The Braves, if the Braves had the Giants in this round and they lost to San Francisco, they may say, well, the Dodgers weren't in it. Like, that was our chance. That was our window that was open. But the Dodgers are in it. Let's try Laguna Beach this time. And Matt, Matt, you're on with Travis Lee. What's going on, Matt? Uh, you guys are talking about experience. And uh, Justin Turner, I felt, came up huge last night after making some mistakes there. But that – stab he made a down third baseline was amazing are you saying so matt are you talking about you liked 
even the, he, even though he, he had the he air, made, he made some he made some mistakes mm-hmm. and he was he was getting down on himself. But he really mm-hmm. like that grab that he made down the third baseline that could have opened the whole game up there. You know what I mean? You're right about that. No, hundred percent. No, I, I said it earlier. Thanks, Matt. I I said it to you. A mi- I don't know, an hour or two ago, Al. Uh, when he made you that were error, you were scared of that I, moment I, I for had, him. I had the mm-hmm. oh no feeling because look. Sometimes somebody just comes up and hits a home run and ties the game, and that's the way that it could. But in a game like that, where it's so t- – from the opening pitch, you are hanging on everything. Mm-hmm. Who – who uh, rough against uh, Knable in the first thing. When he hit that ball to right center field, you're like, you got to be kidding me. We're going to give up a home run, and it gets caught at the wall. So, oh, okay, relief. But when you get into the last inning of those tight games – innings that where you're behind and all of a sudden you find yourself ahead are rarely where it's hit 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 it's usually walk error bleeder then a hit and when you saw him get the first out of the inning Scherzer and you knew he was sharp right you knew that he was locating his pitches yeah you're like okay we're in really good shape and then a routine ground ball to third base and and Justin Turner's a good third baseman and he just he booted it he just made a bad play he made an error but in that moment, in that situation, in that inning, where really the only way they're going to get base runners is if something weird happens, mm-hmm. my heart sank. It mm-hmm. really, truly did. I, I wasn't, oh, we're going to lose for sure, but it's this is how disasters start with a really good player making an error on a routine play. Can I make a prediction? I think Turner's going to have a good series. He's, I think he's going to bounce back. I think he's going to bounce back. I really do because it was he was so bad – in this series against the Giants. What did you say he batted? Which Turner? Justin. 0-5-0. You t- said earlier he made Trey Turner look like Babe Ruth. <laughs> 136. Trey Turner hit 136. Mm-hmm. Justin Turner hit 0 I-, I think Justin Turner is going to have some moments this series where you know he'll have that key hit or maybe it's a solo shot, something along those lines. You I know, really do. You know what else happened last night? Justin Turner scored the winning run. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he hit That's 0-50. right, he got hit. Yep. He, but he got mm-hmm. hit with the – look, he made an error, and it was bad, and – if you're telling me you want Justin Turner up at the game on the line, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Let's do it. I'll take that. You want Trey Turner up at the game on the line? Sure. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. You want it with Mookie, who, by the way, had four bleeping hits last night? And yeah. These, and these were that. not questionable hits. No, Everyone hit on the dime. Hits. Yeah. Look, the Dodgers had I'm going. They had one extra base hit. It's Corey Seager's double that scored Mookie. That's right. And it was hit about 200 feet. Mm-hmm. But it was hit in the exact right spot. Oh, perfect spot. And he's over you know, the third base. Hustling. Yep. It dropped in there. It mm-hmm. scored Mookie easily. But that's why those elimination games are the worst. Because what have we said a million times? It can come down to a bleeder. It did. Mm-hmm. It can come down to a bad call. It, it did. did. It can come down to somebody doing something out of position where you're asking them to do a little bit something that they haven't done before. Max Scherzer, it did. It could come down to a guy that during the regular season couldn't get a life if his couldn't get a hit if his life depended on him, and he did with Bellinger getting that uh, that single in the uh, in the ninth. All right, Russell Westbrook, I think perfectly encapsulated the importance of the preseason. You're going to hear from him next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. 
That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza, better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. NLCS starting tomorrow. Dodgers and Braves still waiting to find out exactly who's going to pitch for the Dodgers. We'll we'll see. We'll see. ALCS uh, starts tonight. Tonight. No McCullers. So we'll have That's a big deal. Yep. That is a big deal. So you have Friday night you got a baseball game. Mm-hmm. Saturday you have 30 probably about 409 college football games plus a Dodger fantastic game. baseball game. And then Sunday, yeah, just throw in everything. Dodgers, Rams, Chargers, Raiders, all of it. It's a pretty damn good day. And then a couple of days after that, we get the Laker home opener. We're finally done with games that don't count. Alex. Okay, so preseason excited. is done. I thought this was – I thought it was a – first of all, I thought it was a good question. Bill Orma, the athletic, was asking Russell Westbrook, hey, you guys are competitive, right? I mean – um, you are some of the most competitive people. Everybody, do you really want to take some of these L's? All that stuff. So he's asked, what does it mean preseason to go 0-6? Does an 0-6 preseason uh, sit with you any certain way, or is it is it just not matter? Um, honestly, I can't tell you. Um, I've been in the league 13 years. I don't know my preseason record for any of those years. So that shouldn't answer your question. I don't know anything about preseason. <laughs> so, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Perfect. Absolutely. Kind perfect. of a good answer. It's, it's a per- because yeah. it wasn't done like dismissively. No, no, no. It's just... like, I honestly don't know what my mm-hmm. record has been in the preseason. I have no idea. So that should tell you all you need to know about how much it matters. So Funches and I went back. We want to go through every preseason that it. Russell Westbrook has been in. So let's do it. Shooting percentage. <laughs> I love it. True. True. What's the PER? Guy, let's talk PER let's do preseason. It. Um, Russell Westbrook PER going back to his OKC days. Okay. So preseason is done. Yeah. And Trav, I know you're you're watching some pretty high leverage damn Dodger games. I'll tell you about the preseason. They didn't care. <laughs> Clearly. They didn't look good. It was I have no idea who's going to start on Tuesday. Genuinely, I have no idea. I don't know if they're going to go big, they're going to go small way to be at the 5, Take AD guess. at the 4. Le- LeBron AD. DeAndre at the 5, AD at the 4, LeBron um Kent Bazemore Kent Bazemore, Russell Westbrook, Kent Bazemore only because you got some other guys that are injured. It's not like Kent Bazemore didn't really do anything specific, even though he's a really good defender, to say, oh, he's a lock at the number two. But Wayne Ellington is dealing with an injury. Malik Monk and and, uh, and Kendrick Nunn didn't play their last two preseason games. I think Melo comes off the bench. I think All that I think is a no-brainer. I think it would be great. Dwight comes off the bench. Carmelo comes off the bench. But I only say that because – even though preseason doesn't matter and it didn't matter, I still have no idea what Tuesday is going to look like in the sense that I don't know the starters and everything else, but you can kind of start putting all that stuff to the side because we spend a lot of time saying, well, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Tuesday matters. Does it? I, and I'm not being dismissive, and I, but I, I really— I, Can you lose? Of course you can. It, it's, it matters it's, in the sense that— The world's not going to end. They're going to keep score, and yep. they're going to start keeping track mm-hmm. of records. I get it. It matters. So, yes— but what it looks like on Wednesday mm-hmm. is step one. What it looks like at Thanksgiving is step 20. Mm-hmm. What it looks like at the All-Star break is step 
46. Sure. It's what what it's to me is what does it look like by the time we get to about that point? When we get to the All-Star break, have we figured out the rotations? These guys play really well together, these guys play less well together. These are the guys we start with, these are the guys that we finish with. This combination of players works particularly well. That that's the Lakers clearly did not spend preseason doing that. No. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, you know, Sean McVay doesn't do it. That's worked out pretty well also. What does it look like by the time you've played 30, 35, 40 games? That's the part that matters. So I'll say this. Um, do I think the Lakers are going to get off to a fast start? 12 of their first 15 games are at home, and they're playing teams um, like Oklahoma, uh, Houston twice. There's they got some really easy matchups in between. You're right. It doesn't really matter what happens. I asked Michael this yesterday in the pregame show. Michael, how long is it going to take for these guys to start gelling? You got eleven new guys. Can I, can I try to guess what Michael sure. said? Because I've asked him that yep. question. Yeah, a couple hours, forty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> forty-five minutes. That should be enough. Michael said Duh. ten games. They'll figure it out. But one of the things Michael says is like, look, the the game's not complicated today. You're not running a triangle offense. Yeah. You're doing the same. Every team is doing the same exact thing. I, I'll say that by the time you get to December first, which is about twenty-three games in, you should have a good idea what the Lakers are. You should have a good idea by December 1st. Okay, what rotations look good? Man, when Russ and AD play together with Carmelo, that's a really good mix. Or, you know what, don't take LeBron off the floor with this. You'll get more answers by yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think you'd have a good idea by that point. But I'm also, let's say it looks... Not that it matters, but it... Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it looks good, not great. Okay, mm-hmm. that you get to that 20-ish game mark. And it looks good, but, you know, it's not... What's not what, great? Are they are they 20 games in, they're 12 and 8? No, I'm not even going to give it a record. There are just because I don't think their record matters all that much. Mm-hmm. I, it's more of an eye test thing for me, how the pieces fit together. Sure. And, and, and if you're saying to me through 20-some-odd games that there are minutes in the game, there are eight minutes here, five minutes there, where... It doesn't look very good. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. But it's also not the end of the world because you still have another 50 games to tinker with this. I, I that, Like we talked about with the Rams an hour or so ago, that the Rams are – they've entered that point in their existence here in L.A., and they've had so much success that whether or not they're 5-1 and one after beating the Giants, eh, whatever. You know, go to the Super Bowl or not. That's where we are with the, with the, the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Are you going to win the championship or not? And if we need to tinker with this through 20 games, fine. Tinker with it through 40 games, fine. Let's just make sure that we have the tinkering done so we know which group plays with which group when it matters most. How do end-of-game situations work? I yeah. think that's a really big part of this with this team. because, And this comes back to my number one, I don't want to say fear, but question heading into this team. Russell Westbrook is at his best with the ball in his hands. So is LeBron James. Somebody can't have the ball at the end of the game. Who, who, how does that work out? I need, I need to see how that works out a few times. Anthony Davis doesn't fall into that category, but those two guys are at the best when they have the ball in their hand. Two minutes to go, tie game against a team you really want to beat. How does that look? That's, those are the sorts of things I want to see. We, um, you, know, you, you overanalyzed every Dodger game in the regular season because you were chasing the Giants. You don't want to play in that one-game wild card. The Lakers and the NBA doesn't do that. Right. You have to be a seventh or eighth seed to fall into that category. They won't fall into that, even though they did last season, as long as everybody's healthy. So to answer your question, other teams are going to treat the regular season, Trav, like it's everything. They want home court. No, 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 we have to have home court. 
I don't think the Lakers are going to treat the regular season like that because they know if they are a three seed, okay, so what do we got to do? We just got to win one on the road. Now it's ours. It's not going to be, and some people don't like when I say this, you know, and they say, well, okay, no, you got to go out and try and win. Home court is an important thing. I think for the Lakers to an extent it is, but it's not everything. So that kind of answers your question. As long as you're getting better as the time you get closer to the postseason is the only way the Lakers will be judged. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Let's do this, Al. There is an incredibly exciting Mm -hmm. and also apropos anniversary that we need to celebrate, and we'll do it in the dump. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. You said it a few times. Yeah. That that series between the Dodgers and the Giants that ended last night was one of the best series you've ever seen. Yeah. No question. It really was. It was exciting, and it went the right way. Why'd I get demolished on Twitter, then? I, I... I don't think it got demolished. I think it's just you were talking about how great it was before the Dodgers had won. You were talking about this is great. Well, no matter what happens, well, but, this is a great series. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's the time to tweet it out. No. No. That not as as They were someone, up 2-1, just so you know. <laughs> as someone who feels it's this going in into their the bones, bottom of the ninth. It's only a great series if the Dodgers win. It, it it's just it and, and no, it, I get it. it. No, I, I completely it get it. Absolutely get it. This may be if that's the greatest series that we've seen from the Dodgers, certainly in a very long time. And we're, what we're talking about is just every single game, every single pitch came down to the fifth game. The division race had a lot to do with it as well. All that there was never a they moment they never where faced you felt, the Giants in the postseason. There was never a moment where you felt like we got this. Yeah, you thought we got a chance. Mm-hmm. You always felt like you had a chance. But last year against the Braves, down through one, I'm like, well, you know what? I think we're going to win this. It it just it, you're it, right. By the way, it's it a good analogy. Never, it yeah. never felt like that. That's the best series. This 33 years ago today is the best moment. And look who's coming up! All year long they look to him to light the fire, and all year long he answered the demands until he was physically unable to start tonight with two bad legs, the bad left hamstring and the swollen right knee. And with two out, you talk about a roll of the dice. This is it. Two out, ninth inning. Three and two. Sacks waiting on deck. But the game right now is at the plate. High fly ball into right field. She is gone! In a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. Still. Still makes the hair on your arm stand up. 
33 it's 33 years old and you still have that feeling that's 33 years ago today 33 years ago today damn how about that yeah how about that think about that just everything that a dodger fan has gone through over the last literally week and a couple days and then 33 goes 33 years ago today somebody pointed something out to me on we were talking about this the other day great moments in dodger history and uh-huh. you know game and we played that and we played the jack buck call which is you know i don't believe what i just saw totally different calls both legendary one is poetry the other one is just unbelievable enthusiasm and descriptive and very different Somebody on Twitter reached out to me the other day and said this and said, you know who doesn't get enough credit for that moment is Don Drysdale, who was doing local radio for the Dodge. Because keep in mind, mm-hmm. Scully was national TV. That That's was right. NBC. Mm-hmm. Jack Buck, national radio. But the late Don Drysdale was on the local radio mm-hmm. call and did a fantastic job as well. Anchorsley working out of the stretch. Here's the 3-2 pitch. And this time, Mighty Casey did not strike. It's perfect. It's per- This guy was a Hall of Fame pitcher, and he got it perfect. Like, everybody involved in one of the most perfect moments in sports mm. got it exactly right in the – it's not, hey, take a week, come up with something that's going to be perfect for this moment. Jack Buck, Vin Scully, and Don Drysdale all – nailed it that's, in the moment that's it's what makes that's what makes those legendary calls so amazing trav is when you can hear the voice there there's no it, it can't get any more genuine it no. can't get any more oh my gosh what is happening in front of me what is this moment and you hear that in their voice that's what gets you you know those goosebumps Absolutely. that you're talking about that's what gets you by the way do you see Vince Scully's tweet before the before the game? No. He just said, it's time for Dodgers baseball. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. And look, we would be derelict in our responsibilities if we didn't play Jack Buck. Gibson swings and a fly ball to deep right field. This is going to be a home run. Unbelievable. Mm. A home run for Gibson. And the Dodgers have won the game 5-4. to four. I don't believe what I just saw. Saw one of the most remarkable finishes to any World Series game. A one-handed home run by Kirk Gibson. And the Dodgers have won it five to four. It, it's funny, and I forget who said it. I, I wish I could give credit where credit's due, but somebody says the first time in history somebody won the World Series one game to none. It was over. <laughs> I mean, it was that was that was it. We're done. They, they, the Dodgers went on one. I think it was in five games, but it was over. That was a deciding I, that moment. We're, we're done yeah. here. Yeah, a one-handed home run. A guy who could barely walk, much less run. Thirty-three the years ago today. Awesome. Just absolutely fantastic. All right, some other dump items to get to. Zach Ertz, the uh, tight end, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, is now a member of the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals see an opportunity here, Slee. They, they realize that they've got a really good team. They've got the right quarterback. They've got the right wide receiver. They've got the right guys on defense, Chandler Jones, J.J. Watt. They're going all in. They were missing a tight end, not anymore. Zach Ertz on the Cardinals. You know what I can't stand is teams that have a window or 
have an opportunity and don't go all in, Trev. You know, that's actually one thing I respect so much about L.A. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, if we got to go get Max Scherzer and we got to go get Trey Turner, we just got to go do it. If we got to just go get Russell Westbrook and we just got to figure this thing out, let's just go do it. Hey, if we got to go trade and swallow our pride and go get Matt Stafford, let's just go do it. Arizona's doing something that you just said. Who knows if we got another Who it's knows what's going to happen next year? There. Who it's, knows what's going to happen? It, it, we just beat the Rams at SoFi. You know what? Maybe we do team. have a shot yes. to go win the whole thing. It, you said it, and you're right about that we're lucky here in L.A. that we have teams and we have owners and we have organizations that are they're all in. They kind of have to be, right? Because if you're just kind of playing the let's be good, people in this town – Maybe with the exception of the Dodgers and Lakers, they're going to move on. You could do it in other markets where you're the only show in town. Right. You're the only show in town and yep. people are going to come. Or getting close is kind of good enough. Yeah. Right? If the I'm going to take your hometown. If the Padres got to the World Series, that's a really good year. Of course it is. Right? If they get to the National League Championship Series, that's a really of good year. And everybody feels pretty good. Not here. Mm -hmm. When you're in a place like Arizona, and they've got, a, they've got all the sports in Arizona. They've got – but. They know that you know we they got all the sports, but it's one of them, right? Right, like there's one of each uh, and, sport or whatever. And we're not going to be at the top of this every year, the no. way that the, uh, these other teams mm -hmm. might, because they're willing to keep doing this mm -hmm. stuff. We don't have the financial wealthal or the commitment to it or whatever it might be. When your opportunity presents itself, you better go. And the Cardinals went. This is this made it a little more challenging for the Rams. With all that being said. I think the Cardinals get their first loss this season. It's a good game, too. The only game we didn't talk about, Arizona, Not Cardinals, Browns, Browns that's at it. Cleveland. Cleveland had a great shot of being the Chargers. That's a good game, Cleveland's too. Cleveland's had a couple of – they had a tough loss to Kansas City. They had a tough loss to the Chargers. And that's it. Those they're, are their two losses. They're a good team. Yeah. They're a good team yeah. for sure. Miles, speaking of football, Miles Garrett has in his front yard – tombstones for every quarterback that he sacked this year as his Halloween decorations. As far as a flex goes, that's at the top of the list. That's outstanding that you've got a uh, Kyler Murray you know, <laughs> tombstone in your front yard. I need photos of this. It's I need so to see good. photos. I'm trying to find out photos here. Oh, there they are. What oh, are yeah. Put? Yeah, that's solid right I there. I think in my front yard, I'm going to put the uh, names of local taco shops that I've absolutely decimated by going through and hammering their carne asada supply <laughs> the here lies taco lita in arcadia it, it was absolutely we're out of meat close rush. it down you know those barbecue <laughs> shops that stay open until they run out of meat travis comes and like close it up close up shop Las golandrinas and laguna niguel used to be a place until trav rolled through town a uh, couple of big things debuted on this date curb your enthusiasm way back in 2000 made its debut today Curb your enthusiasm is that old? Twenty one years old. How what? about that? Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, they don't I forgot. Do it every year they take some time off, and which is even more baller. Yeah, you, you wait for it. It's that, no, but that's even more baller. Yeah. We'll let you know when we're ready to go again. <laughs> well, when you're Larry David and yeah. you're still collecting Seinfeld money, we'll go when I say we go. So didn't Seinfeld <laughs> just end up on Netflix? Netflix. Yeah, I'm sure that. So I'm that's sure just they, a new check. I'm sure they just did it for free. No big deal. Just here. Yeah. So all the other checks, this TBS, is going to be a separate Comedy, check. It's on Comedy Central brand now, too. too. It's uh, it's everywhere. How do people find the pod, Slee? ESPN app or on iTunes, just search Travis and Slee. Well, all three hours, we appreciate you guys being a part of the show. By the way, thank you for all the callers that called in as well. It is going to be an epic weekend. you got a couple of Dodger games. You've got the Rams. You've got the Chargers. You've got the Raiders. We're going to break it all down for you on Monday, 9.55. Don't you dare be late. We'll see you then. Mason and Ireland next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. 
If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.